afternoon. This is Sam Vaughn for Sam's Learning Disability Day. This will be part four of our dyslexic series. In our last podcast, we mentioned that October is Dyslexia Awareness Month. We released that a few days ago, an article that was released a few days ago. According to the NHS, dyslexia is a learning learning difficulty that can cause problems with reading and writing and spelling. However, the British Dyslexia Association of the BDA states that the condition can affect people in other ways, including coordination, organization, and memory. My organization is very bad. My memory, not so great with the reading. Coordination, trouble too. The, they argue they're claiming that dyslexia only affects a person's ability ability to write, read it right is a misconception saying if this is true, it would be much easier to identify. The BDA says that dyslexia can manifest in many different ways, that each individual will experience a condition in a way that is unique to them, as such as each person will have their own set of abilities and challenges just like any other person, just like any other person in the world, has its own set of challenges and its own uh, strengths. However, unlike learning disability, a person's intelligence isn't affected by dyslexia. A person's intelligence isn't affected by anything by a learning disability. The learning disability usually has above 100 IQ. It is estimated that one of every 10 person has this in the UK, some degree of dyslexia. While symptoms often become more obvious and children start school, individuals can go through this through their entire life without realizing that they have this condition. Making the need to speak up and seek help if struggle is more vital than ever. For children at four and under, following indicates that suggests that a child a specific learning disability SPLD such as dyslexia these include difficulty learning nursery rhymes learn like listening to stories but show no interest in letters or words difficulty learning to sign or recite the alphabet difficulty paying attention, sitting still, or listening to stories. A history of slow speech development, muddled words, confusion between up and down. For primary school ages, general public signs look out for, including poor communication, signs of forgetting words difficulty, and reduced processing speed, slow spoken writing language, According to the BDA, children can only be diagnosed with dyslexia as a diagnostic assessment, but they are usually only carried out from seven years old or not necessarily needed for support. A poor standard written work compared to with oral ability. Poor handwriting with badly formed letters or handwriting, but 
written very slowly, also known as dysgraphia sometimes. Producing badly set out messy written work with spell crossed out words several times, spelling same words differently in one piece of work. Confusing upper lower case letters. Failure to recognize familiar words. It's hesitant to, especially with reading, reading reasonable rate but level of comprehension. Difficulty remembering tables and basic numbers of sets. Finding sequence, sequency problems. These are also maybe known as discalculus. Confusing signs of such as X for plus. Being disrecognized or forgetful over equipment, lessons, homework, or appointments, being immature or and or clumsy. Signs of adults, confusing very similar words, erratic spelling, finding to skim, reading, writing slowly, a need to real fill out paragraphs and to understand them, finding it hard to listen to main and focus, finding it hard to distraction. The BDA is appropriate for age dyslexia, their website, but can checklist cannot tell you if someone has dyslexia. It is used as a tool to understand the likelihood of having dyslexia, what their fortunes or dyslexia has been diagnosed. It is an educational setting, teaching as a problem one-on-one, such as speech recognition organization may also assess with day-to-day a person gets older. As you may know, many celebrities also have this problem. This information is according to the independent. This article is called Dyslexia Awareness Week, that what it is and what dyslexia is. Because with, those, with, with that money, he gave away three scholarships to children who had the same difficulties but couldn't afford to pay the fees. So Millfield School was built on three principles. It was built on Boss's passion for dyslexia and the fact that dyslexic children and people had so much to offer the world that they needed to be educated properly. He was passionate about different intelligences and the fact that he felt the education system was so narrow it wasn't nurturing and supporting the creativity and the innovation and all the brains that we know can help help the world. And he was also passionate about sport. He actually believed that those three things went hand in hand. Now Millfield is now 75, nearly 80 years old. Um, and the alumni is absolutely extraordinary. I was very, very lucky because as part of the research I've been doing to understand dyslexic thinking skills and the whole talents and abilities, Millfield opened up their alumni books and allowed me to write to all the old boys and all the old girls to actually ask them what their experiences were from Millfield and what they'd gone on to do. I have to be honest, I was completely blown away by what came back. There were president's children, there were prime minister's children, there were children from acting dynasties who'd all gone on to achieve extraordinary things in their own right. But there were also people who had come in on scholarship who were completely self-made, 
who have gone on to do incredible things like one of the leading lights in fusion power in the USA or somebody who'd gone on to create incredible me medical breakthroughs. All of these people had one thing in common. The education system had called them duffers until they got to Millfield. They focused on their strengths and they got the support that they needed. So you can see why I'm really passionate about helping the world to understand this is something that we really need to nurture. Because our teachers are still not being trained in dyslexia. And there are still lots of dyslexic children who are going through life and people thinking that they're just stupid when they're clearly not. Now, this is my son, Ted, um, who's actually now 24. So he doesn't really like me sharing this photograph with you. But I love this picture because for me, this picture tells us everything that is right with our children and everything that is wrong with our education system. You see, Ted here, was, he hadn't quite started school. He was um, nearly five years old. And if you look into his eyes, you see what you see in any five-year-old's eyes. You see imagination, creativity, hope, inspiration, different way of doing things, just this amazing excitement for life. You see superheroes. At that age, Ted thought he could do absolutely anything. But what happens then is we send them to school. And our school system is so obsessed with conformity and measurement that all of the creativity that these children arrive with is just educated out of them. Ken Robinson talks in his very famous TED talk um, about some research into uh, creative thinking and lateral thinking. And when children start primary school or elementary school, 97% of them are genius level lateral thinkers. By the time they start secondary, uh, by the time they leave primary school or elementary school, that's down to just 43%. So all of that creativity has been squeezed out of these children. Now for dyslexic kids, dyslexic people, we're hardwired hard for that. So the chances are that's still gonna carry on through our education. And certainly when we get out into the real world, we're gonna tap into that to do the extraordinary things that you've seen. But if you're not dyslexic, this is a really big problem because there's a plasticity in the brain. It's just like a muscle. If you don't use it, it withers away, and it's very, very hard to get it back. So we're letting this creativity wither away in all these amazing children. So it's an important issue that we really need to address. Just to bear with me for a moment. If you, let's all look around the room and, and have a, a think about something. Um, most of you will have a phone in your pockets. Many of you will have an iPhone. As you just saw from the film, Steve Jobs, the inventor or um, creator of Apple, was made by dyslexia. So is Johnny Ive, who does, does all the amazing designs for the iPhone. And some of you may well have come by car or certainly may well have a car at home. Henry Ford, who created the first car assembly line, was made by dyslexia. And the light bulbs that are shining down on us here, Thomas Edison created the light bulb. He was made by dyslexia. So, and, and the other thing is that uh, uh, GCHQ, the British Intelligence Agency, who actually keep our country safe from terrorists, actually actively employ dyslexic people because of their different way of thinking and their different way of being able to solve things and create patterns. 
So not only has dyslexic thinking created much of the modern world, but it's also keeping us safe. So just imagine if we were nurturing this type of intelligence, just imagine what that could be doing in our future. As we enter an age which is so exciting but so uncertain, as we enter the age of the fourth industrial revolution, as it's now being called, where robots and artificial intelligence is going to, to take over a lot of what we do as jobs, we have absolutely no idea what the job market is going to look like in one year, five years, or ten years. What we do know, and what experts are agreed on, is that the type of intelligences that we need are the type of intelligences that dyslexics have. The innovation, the creativity, the thinking out of the box. So my big thought here is that why don't we, instead of actually taking these brilliant dyslexic minds and squashing them into an education system that doesn't fit and cause them disabled or disadvantaged, why don't we open up the education system? Why don't we teach all children the creativity and the innovation so they can actually learn to think like a dyslexic? And that will help to make our future world.